the podcast from First Lutheran Church in Columbia Heights, Minnesota. During the season of Lent, we are reading through the entire Gospel of Luke. Each day, you will hear a portion of the Gospel, followed by a brief meditation and a prayer. Subscribe to receive this podcast daily. Thank you for joining us. Hi, this is Pastor Jill Bergman, and today we are reading Luke chapter 3, the entire chapter. In the 15th year of the reign of Emperor Tiberius, when Pontius Pilate was governor of Judea, and Herod was ruler of Galilee, and his brother Philip ruler of the region of Ituria and Trachonitis, and Lysanias ruler of Abilene, during the high priesthood of Annas and Caiaphas, the word of God came to John, son of Zechariah, in the wilderness. He went into all the region around the Jordan, proclaiming a baptism of repentance for the forgiveness of sins, as it is written in the book of the words of the prophet Isaiah. The voice of one crying out in the wilderness, Prepare the way of the Lord, make his paths straight. Every valley shall be filled, and every mountain and hill shall be made low, and the crooked shall be made straight, and the rough ways made smooth, and all flesh shall see the salvation of God. John said to the crowds that came out to be baptized by him, You brood of vipers! Who warned you to flee from the wrath to come? Bear fruits worthy of repentance. Do not begin to say to yourselves, We have Abraham as our ancestor. For I tell you, God is able from these stones to raise up children to Abraham. Even now, the axe is lying at the root of the trees. Every tree, therefore, that does not bear good fruit is cut down and thrown into the fire. And the crowds asked him, what then should we do? In reply, he said to them, Whoever has two coats must share with anyone who has none, and whoever has food must do likewise. Even tax collectors came to be baptized, and they asked him, Teacher, what should we do? He said to them, Collect no more than the amount prescribed for you. Soldiers also asked him, And we, what should we do? He said to them, Do not extort money from anyone by threats or false accusation, and be satisfied with your wages. As the people were filled with expectation, and all were questioning in their hearts concerning John whether he might be the Messiah, John answered all of them by saying, I baptize you with water, but one who is more powerful than I is coming. I am not worthy to untie the thong of his sandals. He will baptize you with the Holy Spirit and fire. His winnowing fork is in his hand to clear his threshing floor and to gather the wheat into his granary. But the chaff he will burn with unquenchable fire. So, with many other exhortations, he proclaimed the good news to the people. But Herod, the ruler, who had been rebuked by him because of Herodias, his brother's wife, and because of all the evil things that Herod had done, added to them all by shutting up John in prison. 
Now, when all the people were baptized, and when Jesus also had been baptized and was praying, the heaven was opened, and the Holy Spirit descended upon him in bodily form like a dove, and a voice came from heaven, You are my Son, the Beloved, and with you I am well pleased. Jesus was about 30 years old when he began his work. He was the son, as was thought, of Joseph, son of Heli, son of Mathet, son of Levi, son of Melchi, son of Jani, son of Joseph, son of Mattathias, son of Amos, son of Nahum, son of Esli, son of Nagai, son of Maath, son of Mattathias, son of Simeon, son of Josek, son of Jodah, son of Joannan, son of Risa, son of Zerubbabel, son of Shealtiel, son of Neri, son of Melchi, son of Adi, son of Kassam, son of Elmadam, son of Ur, son of Joshua, son of Eliezer, son of Joram, son of Mattathat, son of Levi, son of Simeon, son of Judah, son of Joseph, son of Jonam, son of Elikam, son of Melia, son of Mena, son of Mattatha, son of Nathan, son of David, son of Jesse, son of Obed, son of Boaz, son of Selah, son of Nashan, son of Aminadab, son of Admin, son of Arni, son of Hezron, son of Perez, son of Judah, son of Jacob, son of Isaac, son of Abraham, son of Terah, son of Nahor, son of Serug, son of Reu, son of Peleg, son of Eber, son of Shelah, son of Canaan, son of Arphaxad, son of Shem, son of Noah, son of Lamech, son of Methuselah, son of Enoch, son of Jared, son of Mahaliel, son of Canaan, son of Enos, son of Seth, son of Adam, son of God. Here ends our reading. How do you feel about genealogies? I know some people take their ancestry very seriously and find much fulfillment researching ancient relatives and current connections. This research has been invigorated by the proliferation of services that will scan our DNA to find matches throughout time and space. How do you feel about learning other people's genealogies? I personally have never been really great at remembering names anyway, so this is not a particular passion of mine. In fact, I know of a few people who found some unpleasant surprises when they went digging in their ancestral garden. No thank you. Often, when I see a list of names in the Bible, I also scan through it as fast as I can. These names are hard to pronounce and seem to slow the story down. In this particular chapter of Luke, so many other meaningful and exciting events are happening, rarely do we focus on this genealogy at the end. However, it is perhaps the most informative and exciting part of the chapter if we pay attention. This genealogy begins with Jesus and his adoptive father, Joseph. 
Many of the names in the list have stories of their own that we can find in the Old Testament. Some are stories to be proud of, while others are not. Going back, we see that Joseph was descended from David, as in King David, the greatest ever king of Israel. David had some great qualities and a lot of really bad qualities as well. Just a couple generations before David's birth, we see Obed on the list. Do you remember Obed? He was the relative of old Naomi who consented to marry her foreign-born daughter-in-law, Ruth. Going back even further, we see Joseph was descendant from Judah, the son of Jacob, who also made many questionable choices in his life. Judah, in fact, was the son of Jacob's unpreferred wife, Leah. He caused Leah much pain by loving her sister more. Eventually, we see it all leads back to, though, son of God. The skeletons in this closet are numerous. Unlike our own genealogies, this ancestry is on full display in our holy scriptures, and there is no hiding from it. Yet, this is the genetic soup that made up Joseph, Jesus' earthly dad, who gave everything in his power to protect Jesus and his mother. Genetics might be interesting, but they do not determine who we are or the choices we make. The most important part is that God started the whole ball rolling and God is still actively involved in redeeming us, bad choices and all. Because of Jesus, we are also direct spiritual descendants of God. May our place in the spiritual genealogy be a blessing to all who follow and an honor to those who came before. Let's pray. Creator God, sometimes we feel like a mess. We are the product of all our experiences and genes. You, however, are more powerful than anything humanly inherited. Make us powerful enough to live for you. Make our DNA shine with your glory. Amen.